Hey everybody, welcome to the I Disagree Podcast. I'm Jordan Coburn. And I'm Steve Shuster. Hello. Hello. How's it going, Steve? Good. I gotta take a dump, but other than that, I'm Okay, great, great. I uh it must be a pressing issue <laughs> for it to come in the first ten <laughs> seconds not, not of the yet. podcast. <laughs> not not yet. On its way though. It's enough you're, to you're be in the forefront anxiety. of your butt mind. Oh, turd zang? No. Wait, turd <laughs> Turd no. anxiety. I know, I was trying to combine it, but that's probably the hardest two words to combine. <laughs> anxiety you know that rolls right off the tongue mm-hmm. um yes i do yeah do you have it do you want to pause no no <laughs> <laughs> okay all right we've gone through this before i think except i was the one that had to pee and it was like <laughs> it gives you a certain je ne sais quoi in your, ener- in your energy when you have something that's like desperately needing to exit you <laughs> but you're it's almost tantric <laughs> Cerebrally tantric somehow Holding your bowels Yes (laughs) Do you identify? (laughs) Alright I don't really hold it in (laughs) Oh Are we gonna have a problem? Well no I don't think it's there yet I I think it's still brewing Okay You just let me know Yeah (laughs) Okay (laughs) (laughs) Um, You ever have one of those That's just It's under construction Sure You're like this one's not ready yet Sure 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 Yeah. Yeah definitely Definitely you might need some water. I'm just derailing this from the get-go, just for your mom. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> I know. My mom is like, you need to tighten up your shit. <laughs> like, all right. Yeah, you're telling she me. She gives great notes. <laughs> she really does. Uh, in the spirit of that note, how about we get into our first segment, I Disagree Mail. I like it. All right, everybody. This first segment is when you, the listener, get a chance to write to Steve and Jordan about your uh, qualms. Lucky. Yeah, it's it's a fun it's a fun segment. You can hit us up via email at the I Disagree Podcast at gmail dot com, or you can write to us on Twitter at the I Disagree Pod, and uh, we'll pretty much get to it every week unless we randomly have a fuck ton of hate mail. Mm. This week it's a reasonable amount, so we'll hear it all. <laughs> I've got two for me this week. Buckle in, I'm ready. Yeah, this one included emojis, which is extra exciting. This one comes from Schlopptop. On Twitter. Schlaptop? How do you spell that? S-H-L-O-P space T-O-P. Oh, so it's phonetic. Okay. And then there's also a bike emoji. Huh. I don't know. All right. They wrote, disagree. You sound like another dumb, hypocritical SJW in your college story. Lowest IQ snitch I've ever seen. Rat emoji. This is in reference to the story of me. uh, Snitching on my college roommate that was stealing drugs. If you all missed that episode. Wow. Yeah. You know, he's not wrong. <laughs> he's not. I mean, he. I think he's wrong. Just assessing this comment in all, you know, pursuit of truth. I do think he's wrong about the lowest IQ. I definitely don't have the lowest. Yeah, have, has he given an iq test to every snitch out there right because you know you have no frame of reference for that statement right he also said lowest iq snitch i've ever seen Uh. so maybe he hasn't seen that many snitches maybe i'm the only snitch he's ever seen maybe he's stalking me as we speak if you're the only snitch he's ever seen you're both the lowest iq and highest iq boom you're so right (laughs) he could be right about all of this also the rat emoji how 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 did he know? I feel like that's what saves the tweet. I that's you think what saves the tweet. It's not a tweet. It's a DM, which means oh. it's much more personal of wow. an attack. I know. Doesn't that kind of change things? Can they DM you if they don't follow you? Yes. Okay. My DMs are open. 
Hmm. as they say. But he did block me after I responded, oh, fuck yeah, can I read this on the pod? <laughs> and he didn't respond and he just blocked me. But I did get a chance to look at his profile before he blocked me. And guys, every post that he has is about Kanye and how, like, you should vote for him. So I take this disagreement with a grain of salt. Have you ever met a Kanye supporter before? No, not one that I no, because they won't show their face. I guess or they not. won't they won't show their face with their mouth hole making word sounds <laughs> they won't identify themselves is my point because it's fucking ridiculous well there's a lot of ridiculous candidates i guess I mean, not they're, like they're pretty Kanye. much all ridiculous but steve stop with the equivalencies <laughs> look i think they Jordan's ridiculous they must end <laughs> like they're all fucking ridiculous I kanye mean, equal did you when do you learn the greater than and less than shit what grade is that uh I don't know. Third grade? Sure. The concept of things being yeah, more yeah. than or less than. I feel like you need to redo that whole lesson. I want to find out who your teacher was and be like, hey, whatever, whoever was in charge of teaching Steve how to rank things fucked up. No, nobody's ranking anything, though. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not using the, the less than or equal to sign. I'm just, you're, you're speaking of it binary, like things are either ridiculous or not ridiculous. And I'm saying it's all a sliding scale of ridiculousness. Sure, sure. But in that sense, that goes for every, like, descriptive word ever. You could say every every identifying word is a, you know, on a sliding scale. Well, sure. But, I mean, if, you, if, you, if the scale was, like, zero being completely neutral uh-huh. and then ten being extremely ridiculous and negative ten being the least ridiculous thing that's ever happened... I'm saying that pretty much everything right now is to the right of the zero hmm. in some way. Hmm. Yeah. Would you consider them to be on the scale at all if they were at zero? Yes. But, you would. But, or I don't know. How do you mean? Well, that's, I mean, if you're zero, that means you're neither here nor there. You're just neutral, like yeah, you said. Yeah, you're just a rock. So do you still identify them as being on that sliding scale at all? Oh, I wouldn't define them as ridiculous. Ridiculous. But okay. I wouldn't define them as unridiculous either. Do you call people <laughs> unridiculous? <laughs> do you consider anybody to be on either side of neutral ridiculous, no matter how far down? No, no, no. If you're if you're if you're left to zero, you're not ridiculous. Got it. Got it. Yeah. So I guess I guess the left side would be reasonable, and yes. the right side. I got would lost be... in the conception yeah. of of the We're teeter totter. <laughs> I know that's not where I excel. <laughs> oh God. All right. Anyways, this guy. Yeah, okay. Thanks so for how, your DM. Well, how, how do you feel about being called a snitch? <laughs> it, it feels a little anti-Semitic with the rat emoji, but I mm. also realize that rat is a term used to describe a snitch. Right. So I can't. I might be reaching there in my victimhood. <laughs> yeah, I think you are. Yeah. Um, I will just say, I I am a sensitive person. So when I read shit like this, the first time I read it, I was like damn that guy's mad as fuck that's Mm. gross and the rat thing come on that's a little bit much but then upon stepping back and reading it it's like i mean it's kind of fair what he said Eh. he's calling me hypocritical because i bought drugs from the person that i wound up snitching on right but but in my defense it was only weed and adderall things that i would still do to this day um, and you gave them fair warning. And I gave them, we, collectively, yeah. we were so scared. We literally were locking our doors at night because we had found out that people were coming into our house that had, like, guns and stuff. And it was just, like, it was too much shit. And then she wouldn't listen to us when we asked her to stop. So then we were all afraid. And then she found out that we'd snitched on her. 
that's actually when we started sleeping with the doors locked. Wow. Getting my timeline all fucked up. But it was just very uncomfortable and scary increasingly when we were like, please stop. And she wouldn't stop. Anyways. It's hilarious that you snitched on her and it had no effect other than you having to lock your door. Like, usually, like, being snitched on has consequences. Like, you get in trouble. <laughs> like, that's the purpose yeah. of snitching on somebody. Well, I think that's what we all understood. But yeah. we also understood that we were living at, like, the most socially dead college campus ever, uh-huh. UCSD. And so, I don't think any of us really imagined too much crazy shit going down. All the crazy shit. Like, it's not like we were off campus. On campus. I don't know, though. Who fucking, who knows? We had heard, we were like, I don't know. Maybe we didn't run with the best crew, in, mm. in quotes I'm putting it, because our other friends had gotten into some shit, but they lived off campus, and police wound up knocking down the door at that house, and then, like, putting them all at gunpoint, and, like, wow. putting them on the ground and shit, so... What were they doing? It was, like, same same shit, just someone that was dealing drugs, and they uh. were, like, just friends there, and just there, and so they wow. all got wrapped up in it when they were, like, hanging out there or something, but... Did they have a warrant? I don't know. Uh. I'm not sure, but... That was something that we were all aware of, and so we were just kind of, like, chirping out about the whole thing, I guess. And, yeah, we super, super panicked. Had we known that she was not just your friendly, you know, Mr. Rogers neighborhood drug dealer, we probably wouldn't have bought from her in the first place. We didn't know she was a complete crazy person. Uh, wow. But, you're right, schlop top. <laughs> I am a hypocrite. Ah, you'll take it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that's the first disagree mail for me pretty good I, or like i said i really feel like the rat emoji saved it yeah definitely yeah. yeah but the fact that he blocked me is kind of sad that's bitch made i agree yeah bitch made. top <laughs> i don't know if schlop top if you're listening and hate fucking your own penis right now while listening to this <laughs> i uh oh, it, and heartbreaks yeah and <laughs> oh, get out of here i always assume that people that dm and block are just serial like chronic masturbators <laughs> that's just how i imagine it happening like they i don't know anyways um i i question that theory because i have never dm'd and blocked really yeah right but you are the other yeah well see? one doesn't have to you see they don't <laughs> they don't have to entail the other i guess <laughs> you get to, uh, so it's like you all, can turtles, be, all turtles are tortoises exactly, but not all ah, okay exactly um Although if you had to, well, we won't go down that. <laughs> hey, mom. That rabbit hole. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Keeping it clean for Cindy. Um, Steve, actually, do you want to do a disagree mail? Oh, I thought you had another one. I do have another one, but I figured, why not bounce back and forth? You know. Um. Well, I got a bunch of stuff about uh my stance on uh court packing and uh not supporting Biden as a result of it. So I guess I can just pick one of those. Let's go from one of our new patrons, Paul Herman. Woo-hoo. Hey Paul. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Paul. Paul is a local San Diego comic and yeah, thank you for supporting. Yeah, thanks for the support. He says, Jordan and Steve, I love listening to the podcast and I promised once I was back to work I would become a patron, which I am glad to be able to finally do. So thanks again, Paul. However, I must say, I disagree with you, Steve. Recently, you and Jordan were talking about your vote, and you stated that based on Joe and Kamala refusing to answer questions about packing in the court, that you would vote for a third party. I really don't understand that. One of the reasons I respect your opinion is because you seem to be able to deviate from the typical conservative thoughts on some topics. You're not a Trump supporter, so I don't understand how you cannot vote for Biden. A third party vote does what exactly? Shows you're an independent thinker? Absolves you from any responsibility? Because no matter what 
you can no matter what you can say hey don't blame me i didn't vote for any of them well yeah that's true (laughs) (laughs) and then he says that's lame man no matter what your political ideology unless you are a hard right white nationalist or a billionaire trump does not represent you as the, so okay first of all so like who do, who does biden represent wait is that the end of the email no but okay yeah got it okay pause for response yeah well who does Biden? first of all the, the hard right white nationalist that that's that's overplayed it's so overplayed you're saying I, like the 55 million people or whatever that support trump or hard right white nationalists get out no, of no, here no again though that's just what we were talking about he's not saying all people who support trump are like that he's saying all people that are like that support trump mm, i see yeah yeah Okay, but I mean, wait, say it again. He's saying not all Trump supporters are hard right white nationalists, but oh. all hard right white nationalists are Trump supporters. That I don't that, that may or may not be true. That's probably not true actually. Like I think if you're super hard right, you're probably like if you're like legitimately a neo-Nazi, you're probably pretty pissed about like opening an embassy in Jerusalem and the fact that his his uh, daughter converted to Judaism and all that. Like, I I would bet I if you know. go, I bet if you go to the really far fringes of like actual neo Nazis. Well, let's just settle on just the baby Nazis. Yeah, just then. the baby Nazis. Yeah, just your starter Nazi. You know, the gateway Nazis, sure. the ones that just like white people and they're too dumb for for their own uh, hatred to know that Jews can also be white and they've let them slip through the cracks of white supremacy <laughs> sure yeah they, they probably do vote for trump yeah but i think so too i mean i'm of the mind that at, at this point like uh like racists and wokies are indistinguishable almost at this point it seems like they agree on so much they're just i, I don't know like seems to me, like who, who who does biden represent you know um, a- unless you're unless you're some old old dude that's that's done nothing but public office and never had a real job your entire life then biden doesn't represent you it's like you only get two choices really people well (laughs) you know i mean who does he represent just to seriously answer your question i think he and the policies that the the democratic party are going for are generally in the service of preserving the middle class generally compared everybody says that to republicans what what party says that they're against the middle class no one comes right out and says it, but right. when you actually look at the policies, like the tax bill, for example, that was just passed, I'm of the opinion that that saved rich people way more money than it saved the middle class, especially the lower class. Mm-hmm. So that, for example, is like, I want to look at what you do, not what you say. Right. I mean, that's one interpretation of, of how that yeah. is, though. Because, I mean, yeah, if, if you're going to cut taxes, really all that's left to cut is rich people taxes. <laughs> like that's all that's left well i guess it's more so a look at like if you're poor you don't pay taxes for me when i look at the tax code i look at it as having already been the be it's the result of something already being cut so it's like really just restoring the tax rates to an acceptable level for what this country needs to even remotely like function okay compared to the people that are just profiting however they profit sure but, that's, but this is more of like a tax discussion yeah that that's that's different because the way it's spun is like that that i mean the way it's you hear it spun is like poor people pay more taxes than rich people and that's just that's simply not true and 
because I, I know because I've been poor and it's exciting. You look forward to, to tax season because you get a big check back from the government. But then once you're not poor anymore, you hate tax season because you end up having to pull out your checkbook and send more money to the government. Like, it's ridiculous how much money I send those people every year. Sure. But that's like more <laughs> of an issue, I think, that's centered around the percentage of your income that's going to taxes. So, like, when you were making less money, wouldn't you agree that a higher percentage of your expenses would go to taxes through, like, sales tax? Well, no, that's not how sales tax works because it's literally a percentage. Yeah. But, <laughs> so if but every, so, I'm paying the exact same percentage that Elon Musk is. But I'm thinking com- combined with what's coming out of your paycheck and, or, or whatever, and then what you're paying in sales tax for you, the the types of spending that's like happening at your level is typically going to be like the pie is mostly going to be made out of buying goods and mm-hmm. stuff versus someone that has a fuck ton of money. And it's like a very small chunk of their pie goes to that kind of stuff. And they make most of their money doing investment stuff or whatever. Right. And then when that doesn't get taxed, it's like the proportion of someone's income pie getting hit by like those kinds of spending taxes is worse for someone that was at your level. Right. But I mean, that that's another thing. I mean, we're kind of getting caught up in a tax we thing. Are, yeah, we but, are. We are. Um, I guess to close the loop on that. When you hear people, go, oh, these billionaires, they 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 only paid such and such percentage. That's because most of their money is in investments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they don't pay a tax until they liquidate their stocks, and then they have to pay a tax on that. And maybe that's a that maybe that's a low percentage tax on mm-hmm. on capital gains. But unless you, unless you're selling stocks and making money off it, your capital gains tax is zero percent. Yeah. So it's like, what are you talking about? Yeah, we should definitely do an episode on tax <laughs> yeah. stuff because then there's also, yeah, I, I, I feel like we would just go back and forth, yeah. forth a lot. But like in California, for example, your property tax is frozen at the rate you had when you first bought the property. Uh-huh. So that's like, that's not fair, right? So like if Walmart buys a plot of land and then there was a certain in, uh, property tax back then, mm-hmm. fucking Walmart gets to pay the same rate like why wouldn't it be kept up to date with what year we're actually in and what the value of that property is at that point in time like that's that's like another example of something at least in california that would make a huge difference i have no idea about all that yeah i've never heard of that but yeah yeah i'd have to look it up yeah um Anyways, yeah, let's get all taxes <laughs> all right. back. Anyways, back to let's finish Paul's email. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for the boring tax discussion, Paul. Uh, so, I mean, he was saying that uh, no matter what your political ideology, unless you're a hard, hard right white nationalist or billionaire, Trump does not represent you. Which, I mean, again, do, do either of the candidates really represent? Who do they represent? What what special interests does the Democratic Party represent? What, you know, it's, it's, well, what it's about- all bullshit. But it, 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 the, the point is, I'm not voting for Trump. Right. So what the fuck does that have to do with anything? Well, I think it's because, like, the general sentiment is a vote not for Biden is a vote for Trump. I mean, if if you feel that way, you could make the argument the other way around, too. How <laughs> yeah. would you make that? A vote not for Trump is a vote for Biden. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. And, I mean, a lot... Of, so he goes on and he says, uh, uh, as they often say on the Daily Beans, we have to vote in numbers too big to manipulate. Normally, I wouldn't fault anyone for voting for a third party, but in this case, it's just sitting on the fence and saying that you don't care how it turns out. 
as if the two parties are equally flawed. And see, that that's another thing. Like, I, I think Trump is trash, and I'm really disgusted by how the, the Republican Party is placated. But at the same time, the things that Paul is upset about with the Republican Party and that you're probably upset about aren't things that upset me. Like, mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck that they put three new justices on the bench. I don't give a fuck that they cut taxes. Like, I don't care about a lot of that. A lot of that I'm actually happy with a lot of the policies, you know? So... Like my biggest beef with Trump is the conspiracy theories, the the the, the fucking tweeting, the rhetoric, the incompetence, yeah. and all that. But like policy wise, like it's mostly just shit that normal Republicans would like and normal Democrats would dislike, just like it would be any other year. <laughs> yeah, know? except Trump's taking it to a new extreme, and especially because it's paired with that propaganda. Mm-hmm. I think that's what. Yeah, that's why he doesn't have my support. But right, that's what totally changes the game, and I right. think it's like. You think you, it's one thing, one president, one thing, I called him a thing, <laughs> one, one, one president, Trump, lessens, he knocks us down on the world stage, like, a lot. Would uh-huh. you agree with that? Oh, yeah. Do you think Biden does the same thing? No. He was a no. vice president under Obama, where we were, I mean, as respected as America could be, given our history with, like, various nations, but it's like, in general... People know that the U.S. was, like, it going to be a reasonable, you know, person. I, I mean, I don't even want to say reasonable. But, like, you respect that person as much as you can. Trump, it is not like that anymore. That alone, I would feel, would be enough to just be, like, if they're all if they're all equal, you know, kind of like you say sometimes, just in their bullshit, that's a difference that matters. Yeah, I mean, that that's one thing. But I don't really, like, there was a, a poll recently, like, it showed all the European countries and how they overwhelmingly supported Biden. And like, I don't give a fuck what Europe says. No offense to Sandra Vogel and, and Eric Mickelson and all you guys, but I, I just don't give a fuck. Sure. I don't make my vote based on how sure. people in other countries feel. Sure. I and again, I don't like Trump, but yeah. I just, that, that particular thing. Cause well, you're also saying you don't think your vote really counts here. And I think like what Paul's kind of saying is like, don't take that for granted. That's how I interpret that at least. Oh, believe me. If, 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 polling came out that showed that california was close maybe i'd reconsider but a little polls bit. said that there was no way in hell hillary was going to lose and then she lost that's not what the polls said though the polls are pretty accurate they said she'd win the popular vote by th- like three points and she ended up winning the popular vote by like 2.7 or something like that what they didn't have was it was was solid polling from swing states like Wis- michigan and michigan <laughs> 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 so I yes. mean that that's what it came down to. I mean, like I believe that I mean, fuck, I guess I could be surprised. I guess California could go red, but I mean, that would be jaw-dropping. That would be crazy, but truly, I don't know what to expect anymore mm-hmm. because everything is different. People are coming out of the woodwork that have never come out before. I just heard today on KPBS that San Diego's NPR station, they said that we have the highest number of voters registered like as we have ever it's Mm -hmm. breaking records Mm -hmm. and that could be taken two ways right it could either be like hell yeah the liberals are coming out and registering or it could be like oh fuck all the people in east county that typically don't participate in politics Mm -hmm. are registered or it's a combination of both well it's probably (laughs) a combination of both because now people are trump is presenting it like it's a flat-out war Sure. Well, I'll I'll say this though. If if Trump somehow did win California, then fucking Joe Biden deserves to lose the election. <laughs> like my 
god. Well, that would be assuming that it was fair. <laughs> well, that is my assumption, yes. I, I don't think we live in a banana republic. I know the Russians aren't stealing the mailboxes or any of that bullshit. The votes are going to be counted. <laughs> Everything's going to be I fine, just, people. I just imagine Russians hiding, <laughs> hiding in literal bushes, right. just <laughs> prancing out and taking mailboxes. It's a, we have free and fair <laughs> elections in the United States, and, and I all the conspiracy theories you hear on Twitter is, is bullshit. And that's another thing, all the conspiracy theories that Trump fucking puts out there i'm seeing a lot of that bullshit from the left too like it's every week it's something new like they're, they're stealing post boxes or, or 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 trump's been a russian secret agent since the 80s and all this bullshit like both sides are fucking ridiculous and i find biden less ridiculous as a human being yeah. than i find trump but that's about as far as i'll go with it i feel like recently as in the last few weeks, Democrats have been pretty one note with their messaging, actually, which has just been like, get this fucking idiot out of office. Mm. Whereas the Trump side is definitely trying to come out with Biden conspiracies right now. Mm. I haven't really seen any sort of like conspiracy like messages from the left. It, what, in the past week? Okay. Yeah. I'll give you the past week then. I mean, that means something <laughs> that something. leading up to the it's election. Something. Yeah. yeah I saw this really good ad. It's fucking amazing. It was like, <laughs> have you seen it? It's a person going to bubble in a circle for the election and it's moving around like a mouth and Trump's words are coming out of it and it's all the stupid shit that he said and as the person's filling in the bubble it mutes the voice like more and more and then it pans back out and you see Joseph R. Biden uh, like next and it's like fuck that's a good ass commercial pretty, my pretty well god huh? yeah it was really I did see a, a horrendous uh, Lincoln Project ad have you seen that new no, one they're putting out oh no. god those guys are insufferable you think so oh they're the fucking worst they're just they're, they're fucking worse. They're just grifters. But it's uh, some lady waking up her uh, her child. He's like, honey, I, you know, I know I promised you I'd wake you up when the results were in. He, and the, the little kid goes, who won? And she goes, Trump. And he goes, but I thought he couldn't run more than two times. And, and, and the mom goes, not anymore. And then it pans <laughs> out, and apparently it's like Trump twenty twenty eight, and they're trying to make the implication that yeah, Trump's. Yeah. And it's also, first of all, your your ad is that Trump is so popular that he's not only going to win this time, but but be able to win another time. I don't think that would be the implication at that point. If someone is breaking the well, laws, that's, not their, of the that's cons- not their intent. No. Yeah, but but like the thing that's that they're trying to say is there's this person that's floated this idea i mean i agree it's ridiculous it it very much reminds me of like remember learning about the cold war era like siren fake drill or not fake drills but just the the, yes nuclear drills uh like you know your our parents talk about doing hide on your desk that'll do it exactly exactly like it kind of reads a little bit like that because it's kind first off you're targeting children sort of or like the concept Uh of like innocence and juxtaposing it with something that really is horrifying for a republic that Uh, would be horrifying yeah on the other hand it's not gonna fucking happen well who knows though dude well you could say that about it see we're we're less than a week out from the election that's a crazy conspiracy i don't that that trump's gonna just overturn the constitution and make himself dictator for life i don't think you could say speculating on the events of the future to be a conspiracy although that could be the exact definition that's afforded to it in the dictionary (laughs) 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 i'm not gonna bother fact checking it because i like the ambiguity yes but no i i do feel like that's that's not like that is unfortunately not that far-fetched i really don't think that's that far-fetched he's already said that 
if it could be considered that his whole first term was just overshadowed by all of these sham investigations and he mm. should get a redo. He said that. He says a lot of dumb shit. He does. He's, he's a dumbass. But what's the difference he's between saying something dumbass. and then actually trying to do something about it? Because he's, he's proved to us that he'll sign executive orders that do the crazy shit that he says, uh-huh. you know? So, like... You can't sign an executive order to overturn the Constitution and make yourself president for life. He, he First off, he thinks he completely can. <laughs> he thinks he can do <laughs> literally he thinks, whatever he wants. He thinks a lot of stupid things. That <laughs> but then th- this is how our shit-ass country works, <laughs> is the president gets to just do some shit, and then now the Supreme Court has set a precedent of letting him continue to do the crazy shit while it makes its way through the appeals process and everything. So it's like, that that's my fear that's what i think is going to happen if he either doesn't win or wins and then a third term is something that he starts floating around he would love that shit he would love to do the shit until he dies he'd love to do a lot of things and it, for, frankly i don't even know i think he might not even want to be president anymore <laughs> he, they say he never wanted to be president in the first place that seems pretty well corroborated but at this point now he's made a game of it and he's so intertwined with oligarchs all across the world and dictators, and I think he wants to keep that shit going as his life's work at this point. Well, I want a helicopter, but we don't all get what we want. Like we we <laughs> we, we still live in a real country. But no offense, Trump is a lot closer to a third term <laughs> than you are to a helicopter, Steve. <laughs> and that's saying a lot. <laughs> I think I, I think I'm probably as close to to having a helicopter as he is to becoming leader for life. Yeah, I mean, my 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 bigger concern, like what I think is more realistic, is he'll probably he'll probably lose this election, and if not, he'll lose, or if not, he obviously won't be able to run again the next time, so he'll just do his two terms. But I'm more concerned about just uh, like his family being the next political dynasty, like sure. being the next Kennedys or Clintons or Bushes, and so yeah, okay, so he loses this time, and then in 2024, the Republican primaries, it's it, it's it's not going to be Ben Sass and Nikki Haley, it's going to be what's his dumb son's name? His dumb son? Yeah. Donald Trump Jr.? Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> what's his dumb son's name? His dumb son. <laughs> I'm just worried about like once once he's gone, then in, in another election cycle, then we're just gonna have another one, and like all his butthurt supporters are gonna come out. Oh, it's it's his dumb son. <laughs> Make America great again, again. Or yeah, some stupid shit. Exactly. But, I think you're exactly right. But that's, I mean, then you know, try to win elections. I guess you know, <laughs> it's just. Hey. I mean, we that just, could totally happen, and he could win, and that's just it's what it is if people vote for him. I just think the really horrible thing, and like the just tragic position we find ourselves in right now as a country is we are not able to fairly assess and then distribute that information um the state of our election security right now because even harvesting and disseminating that information has become politicized in and of itself so it's like we have no idea how fair elections really are right now we have our, you know, like your reaction is like, come on, Russia doesn't have that much influence. Uh-huh. I am, I don't believe that. I believe uh-huh. that it's really hard to quantify how much influence they have. I don't believe that you can blame Russia single-handedly for Trump being the president right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, who who even knows, like, 
what forces really are helping him get elected. It's been corroborated by the Senate Intelligence Committee itself, this shit with Russia. And it's so it's like it exists. It's real. Well, they're, uh, they're, they're, again, they're not hacking voting machines, though. If they're, if they're putting out Who knows? memes. Well, that would be very difficult to do the way our, our election system is. That's like it, all they do right now is cyber warfare against us. I mean, maybe. I don't I guess they'd have to. They'd have to hack. They'd have to hack because the elections aren't done nationally. It's done. I don't even think it's done statewide. I think it's done like county by county. So they would have to hack so much shit. Anyway, I think I think that's all ridiculous. We have free free and fair elections. Well, in the why States. do you think it is that Republicans refuse to pass election security bills at all? McConnell hasn't signed any. He's not signing them. There's that. And mm-hmm. the second one, uh, they've put in voting machines and refuse to move towards hand-marked paper ballots, which are, like, the least compromisable ways mm-hmm. to vote, right? Why do you think that's Mine the case? Mine was a hand-marked paper ballot. What do you mean? So, they're instituting that as a requirement is something that Democrats are pushing for legislation-wise mm-hmm. because it's harder to fuck with, right? Right. And Republicans refuse to support that. It's very rare for any of them to support it. Not only that, but I'm fairly certain... Republicans that have Mitch McConnell himself, I have to fact check myself on this, but there's a company that makes machines, like voting machines. Yeah, see, this, this, I've heard all this before. They've been saying this shit forever. Remember Diebold and Bush is stealing the elections because of the Diebold voting machines? And like, they've been saying this shit forever. And it's just so, like, shut up and be less insufferable and you'll get more votes. That's how you win. Stop making every time you lose an election, don't be like, oh, the Russians stole it or the, the somebody, the voting machines are, get out of here. Be less insufferable. But at least... Fucking people hate Democrats because they're assholes. At least the Democrats concede elections. Trump has said uh-huh. if he doesn't win, then the only thing that could have made that the case was that something happened that rigged it against him see but again that's exactly what hillary said about stacy abrams is still running around acting like she's the governor of georgia like both sides play this stupid game where they just can't accept the fact that people don't like them and didn't vote for them it is what it is but but i just said that like they've concede with their words and trump is saying that he might not yeah, but he's again. He says a lot of stupid shit. It doesn't. Ma- does it doesn't matter whether shit. he concedes, though. It doesn't matter if he loses the election. What would you like to see happen if he d- if he loses the election and declares victory preemptively? First off, what would you like to see happen then? What, what do you mean? It, he, I, I'd, I'm, I'd I'd have a good time watching him throw temper tantrums on Twitter. Like it doesn't matter. And then who do you think removes him at that point? Uh, does he does he be physically removed? Yeah, from if, if he won't leave the White House on whatever day it is, January fifteenth or whenever yeah. the inauguration is, then yeah, yeah, but Secret you, Service or the military or somebody takes him out of there. Like he's no longer president. People don't report to him anymore. Like, but you think if he loses, he will just leave? You don't think it's going to be a spectacle? I'm sure he'll make a spectacle, but I think on the day of, like he's out of there. You think so? Oh yeah. <sighs> like, God, I think I disagree just based on his past behavior. I could be wrong. We'll see. Yeah, <laughs> it's fucking horrifying. I mean, what, what's, what's going to be really interesting is after uh, the votes are counted, and assuming he loses, if he's still going to be holding rallies just for fun. Sure. Because that's the only thing he does that Absolutely. he enjoys. <laughs> Absolutely. If anything, 
100% his kids are going to run whether he wins uh-huh. or loses. So it's either going to be let's continue making America great or whatever, or mm-hmm. it's going to be like they took it from us and we need to take it back. Especially, which brings us into the final disagree mail, the Democrats start doing that court packing shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, which I am going to read the last disagree mail right. uh, that went to me everybody this was uh okay came into our main twitter account thank you for that um so so thanks paul sorry we didn't get the end of that but we got a little bit long-winded there but oh wait we didn't even finish the email (laughs) there's more to it but that was like 30 minutes on that that's okay i guess we can keep going yeah yeah okay um and he says that is all nonsense as a straight white cisgender male you and i have incredible privilege and may not be directly impacted of trump see right i'm just i'm, I'm over the whole privilege straight cisgender not I'm, I'm just over it i don't I, i'm tired of those arguments I even just, if you're over it though it doesn't make it not real it, i say it's not real I, I, like I, I don't i don't get it how explain uh i mean it's a very simple one for example if republicans win and they successfully take away our right to an abortion then uh i don't get to have an abortion but you don't get pregnant so that wouldn't matter nearly as much to you well i guess i'd have to accept the premise that that abortion is automatically a good thing which i don't sure (laughs) you know which again 43 percent of women don't either well it's really a question of what affects you that's what his language was right and so that's like the concept of privilege is i think not having a stake in the game because the things don't affect you as much i mean i guess but that again it's on the the assumption that everybody agrees that abortion's a good thing and not everybody agrees on that well that's what i'm saying though it's not on the assumption on the moral calculations or anything because it's it's on whether or not it can literally affect you mm-hmm. and that's like well what if there's a straight white cisgender male in the womb uh-huh <laughs> it affects them well that's just the question of abortion itself exactly so like i i, I just I, I don't think that's that's valid i mean we're, we're either all americans or it's we're not. way more of a stretch to say that we need to consider the feelings of a entirely unmade and unborn child versus a woman that's actually carrying for example uh a a like i'm blending stories here because poland is on my mind but like they just passed a law that said you can't get abortions even if you have a baby that you know is going to die and won't make mm-hmm. it through childbirth, you ha- you just have to have the baby anyway. Mm-hmm. So stuff like that, legislation like that, that's advocated in the U.S. like a lot. Mm-hmm. Th- those sorts of things winning, I think like those, a woman that has a baby inside of her that's going to come out dead, for example, and I don't even want to finish this because you're just going to say this is an extreme example. <laughs> I, mean, I can just see it on your face. I just don't <laughs> want to get back into abortion again. I got enough hate mail on that last time. But. Yeah, 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 that's true. Anyways, okay, sorry. We can uh, keep going. But he we're says, never going to finish. Yeah, we're <laughs> God damn it. Isn't it important, f- and so Paul goes on, um, isn't it important for us to help others that will be affected by results of the election you can't do that by voting for a third party well and again i i question that if everybody voted for a third party you could right the only reason third parties don't win is because nobody votes for them well i think you you brought up like 
a couple good points, uh, or at least a couple illuminating <laughs> points. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't get carried away. Is like <laughs> you don't agree with what Democrats believe, right. which is that Trump is doing things that are objectively bad. It just sounds like you actually don't really believe that. I mean, s- some of the stuff, yeah, but I mean, uh, there's things that Democrats do that I think are objectively bad too. You know, so to me, it, it if if Trump weren't doing all the fucking conspiracy theories and all the fucking horseshit tweeting and all the the the, the, the horseshit rhetoric and all that. Like I, he'd, he'd be fine, really. But when does rhetoric like actually become separated from what he does? Like the shit with Kim Jong Un and everything. And it's like it's like that's that's rhetoric, you could say, but it's also very real. It's also him extending an olive branch to North Korea. Uh huh. Yeah, I don't like that. Sure, but yeah. that's more than rhetoric. That's him just being a shitty president. What's the actual like policy that's been implemented towards North Korea? So you would because uh, for example, people talk about like his rhetoric toward his like how he coddles up the, to Putin. True, and it's disgusting. Yeah. But at the same time, we have mad sanctions on Russia and we provide arms to their enemy Ukraine. Like uh-huh. so, the actual policy of the United States government actually is separated from the dumbassery that comes out of his mouth. Well, I'm sure you're gonna hate me bringing Ukraine gate up, but. only because they were so lucky that Trump realized people were on his tail about trying to withhold the aid. I don't know what his motivations were and I don't care. The the, the point is like he can say stupid shit in speeches and say stupid shit on Twitter and it's not good and it's not good for the country and I don't like it. But like policy wise, I'd probably prefer his policies over the uh, Biden administration's policies seven times out of 10. Huh? (laughs) you know what i mean yeah it's just interesting to me like why you don't just vote for trump then because based on what you're saying right now because the conspiracy theories and the 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 twitter embarrassment and the the, i think he inflames tensions yeah and i mean it's not all his fault but he sure as fuck ain't helping sure i guess what what i'm just thinking is like it's either bad or it's not you know so like you've labeled it as bad enough to not vote for him but the fact that it's disqualifying to me that he's too much of a dumbass for me to to cast the vote for him yeah yeah he he because he, he's mentally unfit i think it's sure. mostly about like m- mental fitness really to sure me. like i don't think he's he's but he, li- he has the temperament to be leader of the free world yes assuming though that it is possible for california to go red if uh-huh. we just assume that that is possible in some world wouldn't you then believe that it's more important to put your votes into the direction that's going to actively contribute to someone that you don't even think is mentally fit to be the president, not being the president. Yeah. See, that's the thing I could, I could stomach four years of a Biden administration if they took that court package shit off the table. Because again, I was saying, I was saying last time, it's like, yeah, so worst case scenario, Trump does win and we have to put up with his dumb ass for another four years In four years, despite what the Lincoln project would have you believe in four years, he's gone, <laughs> he's gone. And that's it. But if Biden wins, okay, Trump's gone, and we have to put up. A, and maybe you like Biden's policies, but if they if they pack the court, that shit goes on long past Biden or Trump is out of office and dead. Like that yeah. that, that sets up so much a cycle, an escalating cycle of court packing that's just ridiculous. So if I wait between you know tolerating four years of Trump's dumbassery or the Democrats permanently altering the the Supreme Court, I find both unacceptable. Yeah. And I couldn't vote for either one of those situations. Yeah. I mean, I disagree. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> I feel like 
In the interest of time, though, we should probably move on. Okay, well, he says, come on, Steve, be a good egg and help us get the swamp monster out of Washington. So thank you, Paul, for your, your excellent uh, disagree mail, and thank you for becoming a patron. Yes, thank you so much, Paul. Um, our final disagree mail is directed at me. Uh, this person nice. commented on our Twitter post just for our main episode last week. They said, not listening to your bullshit podcast ever again. Yikes. McConnell held those judge positions open intentionally to pack the courts along with the Supreme Court seat. That's not what it means. If you're too fucking dumb to acknowledge this, you internet deserve audience. They continue. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. They continue. <laughs> I love when people do that. Yes. Uh, they say, weird autocorrect, you don't deserve an audience, is how that last one should mm. read. And then the crying laughing face, well. because they have some humility and sense of humor. Mm. Well, okay, <laughs> they, they saved it then. If they're acknowledging how boneheaded that was, and call someone stupid and then immediately have bad grammar. But Not only have bad grammar, but also bad information. Yeah. Like you said, they think that court packing means filling the courts with people that are ideologically in favor of what you believe in but when we say court packing this is specifically extending the amount of seats on the supreme court that's what it means that's what it's always meant and people are pretending or maybe they're not pretending i can't decide who's 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 arguing in good faith and just wrong and who's who's obviously lying yeah i can't tell at this point but that's not what court packing means no um and that's funny that you say that actually i never even thought about that people just like playing tom or something i think that's because i'm seeing it from people that should know better i don't know i mean we didn't so we don't know jack shit which is one of the reasons i wanted to read Uh that and then circle back last week we had talked about court packing and you were like or a couple weeks ago and you were like i'm not gonna vote for biden because of him saying that he supports court packing which we're talking about is adding more seats to the supreme court so then I said, Steve, would you at least look into the feasibility of them even doing that? And then you were like, yes, sure. Did you? Wait, they could do it? <laughs> well, yeah, just like do research on what it would take for them to even do that. I said, would you at least be willing to do more research on that before you would discount voting for Biden because well, of that? Well, I don't know the specifics, but I know it's it's not it's not like they would have to amend the Constitution to do it. Exactly. It, I think it would just be like passing a law. If they have enough votes in Congress and they have a president that will sign the legislation, I think yes you can do it yes and that's what i wanted to circle back on was to just say i shouldn't have even uh, implored you to look that up because <laughs> turns out it's easier than i thought it was so <laughs> that's the thing about it like <laughs> so yeah and it's it's easy to do it's uh, and, but there's a reason they haven't tried to do they haven't done it for 150 years and the last time they tried to do it it got shot down because it is an absolutely crazy idea yeah so i i listened to some podcasts on it from constitutional scholar people and one of the stories I heard was of FDR, which I think is what you're referencing. So uh-huh. he was the last president to actually seriously try to do this. Right. And apparently how he did it was he didn't tell anyone that he was working on it, really. And then he just sort of flung it on the people saying, we need to expand to, I think it was 15 justices. And he said that it was because the people on the court were too old to fulfill their duties <laughs> and that they, they needed there needed to be like new blood on the court, basically, because these people were kind of like idiots and everybody called him out for that and they were like obviously you're trying to make it so your legislation that you just passed is gonna remain in effect Mm. and that doesn't sit well with us so no and he got shot down for that in a sense he would have almost been served better if he was just super forthcoming about the fact that he was doing it to ideologically balance the court Mm -hmm. in, in his favor um so that's the history the recent history of presidents trying to do it yeah and that's all the way back in fdr 
Yeah. And the last time it was they actually did increase the number of justices was I don't know the exact date. It was like 150 years ago. Yeah, I think it was the late 1800s was the last time that it got it got bumped from seven to nine, mm. right? I think. I think something like that. Yeah, but so the other thing is typically so over history, I learned the number of justices has fluctuated from six to ten. We're at nine right now. Every time they added justices, though, it was under an administrative pretense. Basically, they had more federal circuit courts and so they needed a supreme court justice to oversee that district Mm -hmm. um that circuit so that's why they said we needed more judges and apparently it was seen as a nonpartisan issue to do that but today Mm -hmm. since the court is six three obviously it's going to be a partisan thing right um and that's like why i think it doesn't sit well particularly with you it is because it's well, just like no, I, I would be consistent on it if because i mean i guess technically trump could pack the court right now if he well he'd, he'd at least attempt to mm-hmm. i don't know if he would get enough votes in the senate but he could he could certainly try and like okay i'm gonna go ahead and add eight more republican judges but i don't know just you can't just there the, nine's a good number let's leave it at nine and and when they retire and they're all fucking old Sure. So try to win elections. No, two of them are two of them are really young, uh, and that's by design. Yeah. And well, they all start young. Do, they don't start that young. Well, I mean, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I don't know what age she started, but she was in the Supreme Court since I think the Lincoln administration. She was in it for a for a long <laughs> ass time. The Lincoln administration. <laughs> <laughs> the ladies there a long time. Is what I'm saying. God, imagine. <laughs> Oh, they used to make doilies and top hats together. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever shit they wear around their neck. <laughs> um, uh, Amy is incredibly young, and Brett Kavanaugh is really young, too. Yeah, and they're the newest ones. Yeah. So, uh, eventually, by the time... Uh, who are the oldest ones? Uh, uh, I don't know who's dying next. Clarence Thomas is definitely in his 70s but i don't even think he's the oldest one mm-hmm. he's probably the oldest conservative pick he's he's the probably the one you guys should hope to die or retire so <laughs> hope to die i should say retire you should hope to die <laughs> um, that's, a, that's a poor way of putting it um but i mean it, it just is what it is that's that they have lifetime appointments and that's by design too and i know people want to put term limits on them now like i think that's a terrible idea like why the the whole idea behind the term limit is that they don't ever have to worry about running for office or or getting another job like they're yeah you you could you could say that they're beholden to the person that appoints them but they're literally not once they are on the bench there's nothing the president who appointed them can do to them they sure. can, they can they can vote their conscience and that's that's like i mean there i mean there, again there's been a bunch of examples do, do you think when they when the republicans put roberts on the bench they wanted him to uphold obamacare probably not no. and if, if he had to worry about getting another job mm-hmm. or, or or finding you know like right. maybe he would that would have factored into his decision making but the fact that he is unencumbered by that he can just vote however the fuck he feels and it might be the right vote it might be the wrong vote but it's 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 it's, it's, it's i think that's as, as close to you can get as is non-political but now they're appointing justices that have opinions that they've publicly stated that are just incredibly partisan like amy coney barrett's really outspoken about being anti-choice so uh-huh. that's like 
you probably know how she's gonna rule. I mean, for maybe, the rest of her but life. we haven't even seen what the case is. But, but like that, that's gonna be put before the court. We haven't heard any of the arguments on either side. Just because something is is just because a law is good doesn't mean it's constitutional. And just because it's bad doesn't mean it's unconstitutional. That has nothing to do with it. So, I mean, we'd have to wait to hear the case. But either way, I mean, the the, the reverse of that is, are, are you telling me that the Democrats would even consider putting a pro-life judge on the bench? I, I don't know. I'm someone who's, like, outspoken about it. Probably not. And I think that that's, like... That's an interesting question because they they talked about it directly in the hearings with Amy Coney Barrett. Mm-hmm. It was like, I forget what senator it was, but they, they basically said, I don't believe it's a crime to have an opinion. You know, you're allowed to have an opinion mm-hmm. in your life yeah. while also being a Supreme Court justice. Yeah. I do feel, though, that it's pretty unprecedented for us to know so blatantly their opinions as is the case with Amy Coney Barrett, and that makes people uncomfortable, and I think that that's justified. I guess. I mean, I'm. <laughs> I, I I don't yeah. I don't think that's the case. I mean, we've been together on the like being anti court packing. Mm-hmm. I've agreed with you in the past, um, because I do just see the inevitability of it as being the other side just packing the courts when they get the chance. Well, you put you put a, a comment on, or a question on Twitter mm-hmm. out to the people. Um, and you got some interesting replies on that. Yeah. I, yeah. I said, what makes court packing more desirable than term limits? And then pretty much every person responded, term limits requires a constitutional amendment and court packing does not. So mm-hmm. basically it's faster and easier to court pack instead of term limits to get your you know desired outcome, which is getting these conservatives off the bench or just lessening their voice. Uh-huh. And then I said, okay, so if this that's... This is where it gets really interesting. Yeah. yeah, if that's the reasoning, then what would you say to someone that says the issue with court packing is that the other side's just going to do it as soon as they get to? And some of the responses were just so incredibly weak to that. It's like, just it's, ridiculous. Yeah, it's like hard to find a good one because most people honestly said that... The the solution was to make it so the Republicans never had power again. That was probably 50% of the responses. Good luck. And it's like, well, that's... We know that's not going <laughs> to happen. You're just... Yeah, it's so ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I can't wrap my, my, my brain around that, that kind of thinking. Yeah, but at the same time, after doing more research and everything, and, like, thinking about the effect of a 6-3 court, mm-hmm. that's really scary for me as someone that relies on like easy access to birth control and abortion and stuff i mean i've had like 50 so what do you think would happen if roe v wade were overturned um i mean there would be protests in the streets no i mean uh, uh, policy wise how do you think it would affect you assuming you wanted to get oh i think there would be an incredible amount of hoops that i would have to jump through ultimately to get one and it would only be allowed in extreme cases i don't think they'd be successful in the super like fucking really white christian you know wet dream which is that everyone can be raped and you just have to carry the baby to term and that uh-huh. that's somehow their vision of wonderland but see i think i think your situation wouldn't change at all in terms of access to health care yeah like reproductive health care because yeah. you live in california because all roe v wade does is say that the, the states can't decide it individually sure so maybe if you lived in alabama and that was really important to you but the people in alabama are kind of 
against abortion and the people in, in california aren't so maybe it should be that's decided not, by the states anyway but that's not fair to say i guess yeah in california i have californian privilege in so many ways in terms of states rights for sure so i guess i answer that question as just a, a woman in general there's women in alabama that don't believe in that first off mm-hmm. and their access to that should not be limited based on their countries or their their country their states religion and lack of separation between church and state honestly i mean that's I, what I, that I is yes if, if you're under the like i mean if if the premise is that abortion is killing a baby well take the baby out of it you're not you're not allowed to that's kill. what i'm saying but you're not allowed <laughs> take the baby out of it <laughs> <laughs> get it out of here you're not allowed to kill people and every state has laws against murder but we don't say that's dictated because of the church sure but when you look at the types of groups that are lobbying ag- against allowing murder because we know that those groups exist yeah <laughs> <laughs> they're not religious there's a certain like certain things are judged by a sort of universal morality mm. i feel you know like murder is one of those things robbing is one of those things we don't have to look to a book to get you know a definitive answer on that everyone can sort of look at this thing and like agree yes that's fucked up yeah that should not be allowed right abortion is split and it's split along religious lines that doesn't necessarily mean they're wrong either i'm not saying they're wrong because it's religious but i'm saying to legislate you know like down a line that is basically set and advocated uh to remain there like by religion is fucked up Mm mm-hmm it's like all the people that are lobbying for it are religious. There's find me an organization that does not identify as religious and also is advocating for anti-choice stuff. Okay. I don't think that exists. I mean, maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. I don't know. Like, like I just, I'm not that passionate about the issue, and I don't, I don't mean, I don't think it's. Oh Which my brings God. us back to Paul's calling you out on your privilege thing. I but think. how's that privilege? Like, it's not, be- you it's can not because I'm a man. Not care. It's not because I'm a man. You can afford to not care. I guess 43% of women can afford to not care too, though. They can afford to be manipulated by religion. See, you're taking all the agency out of women. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, t- t- I'll back your play on that. But I will, <laughs> but I will say I'm not, though, because... While I think that their opinion is ridiculous and it is not an opinion that actually serves them, I am pro-choice. Yeah, and a lot of people aren't. It's always pro-choice, but we're not talking about demanding that everybody kill the babies in their stomach. We're just mm. talking about allowing people to always have that choice and to always have a safe op- a safe option to do it if they want to. Mm-hmm. Instead of people doing fucked up stuff to get rid of their babies, which is not like some crazy anecdotal thing, like that happens a lot. Well, I mean, you could you could have a constitutional convention and and make that an amendment to the constitution to that that abortion is is legal. I mean, that would never happen because Republicans are just it's just synonymous with it, religion. Because not enough people agree with you. Right. That's, that's I mean that's how it works, and it's un I guess it's unfortunate if you're on the losing side of of something but i mean that yeah that to me is not enough to be like oh no this is a disaster for court packing reasons yeah. yeah well i mean there's also a lot of other things just decisions like citizens united that just completely changes the landscape of like campaign financing and stuff mm-hmm. and 
And there's so many decisions that are going to be handed down now, as long as that court remains how it is, that are going to be devastating to, like, the liberal agenda. Sure. Well, uh, I mean, which I am generally in favor of. Sure. Well, there's there's two other branches of government that, that you can focus on then. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, it's really just a matter of, like... Supreme Court is only one-third of the government. The Supreme Court's also going to be, since Trump keeps falling into authoritarian, you know, tickling, where it's like, eh, am little, I going to... Yeah, yeah, he's getting a little, just a little taste, <laughs> as Steve says. Just, 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 just wetting his beak a little bit. Yeah, he's wet, wetting his Hitler beak, and the Supreme Court... <laughs> Is the body that's going to decide, like, how much executive power he has. Mm -hmm. And so these people also believe in executive power. That's one of the reasons why they're being suggested for these seats is because... I mean, Trump knows they're going to rule in ways that are favorable Trump to him. There's no way around it. Thing. That's, yes, he does. No, no, Trump. That, see, you're giving way too much credit to Donald J. Trump. Well, his, you think McConnell. You, McConnell is the judiciary like mm-hmm. king for them. Sure. So McConnell. Yeah. Do you think McConnell gives a fuck about Trump one way or the other? I think he gives a fuck about the success of his party. Yeah. And that's literally it. Yeah, I don't care. He'll about turn Trump. on that like fucker whenever sure. it's like actually looking like it would help him to not support him anymore right. i mean the, the point is both sides are trying to get justices in that they hope will rule in their favor and sometimes that works out for them and sometimes it doesn't because again once they get in there they're not beholden anybody and that's why a lot of times they vote against how you would suspect they would vote but either way both sides are trying to get judges into the no sides actually trying to put in just a, a neutral balls and strikes guy everybody's sure. hoping that the guy they put in or gal is, is going to rule in their favor so right now the republicans are winning that fight six three yeah I mean, <laughs> it might not be that way in 20 years though like these people are old and retired so you got to focus on winning elections so that when the opportunity comes you get to put your people in yeah, this year's just been so incredibly unfortunate. It's like yeah, yeah, bad. created yeah, <laughs> bad it's run really, for you. Really, really bad. It's really, really bad. But it's it's bad to the point where I do think that it's a legitimate question to be like, as a Congress, you know, assuming we can live in a world where we can actually have a discussion about this, mm-hmm. how do we feel about the fact that there are certain scenarios that make it so the court can be this ideologically like one sided because. It is. No one, they called a 6-3 court because it's a 6-3 court because it's understood that there are judges that are usually on one side or the other Mm -hmm. and six of them go one way and three of them go the other way. Mm -hmm. That's understood enough for that to be a main part of the dialogue. So it's it's like, can, and this is just a main event at this point, but it's like, (laughs) like, isn't, do you think that that's a legitimate discussion to be like, hey, Republicans, you know, can we talk about outside of the fact that this is really shitty for us? That this is maybe something we want to, like, consider moving forward as a country. That we don't want this to be able to be the case. I mean... Enter I, stuff like court packing. What do you mean? Like, what would be the alternative to the constitutional process of appointing judges to the Supreme Court? If it starts leaning too much one way, intervening to balance it. I mean, you can amend the Constitution. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, just... The power, the party that's winning though would just never be down for that. Right. They'd have to introduce it when it's like a five-four court that's 
fair uh-huh. <laughs> like that has enough evidence I, I don't know and again i mean we'll we'll see how it goes too i mean i think you could say that that clarence thomas and uh alito are pretty solid conservative votes pretty much down the line mm-hmm. except maybe in a couple cases and i think kagan and sotomayor are uh the same way on the left but we don't we don't know how the other ones are going to turn out mm-hmm. like we don't know i think we do know steve well i guess we'll that's see. why I mean, they got Gor- picked Gors- again gorsuch has already burned the republicans but, on at least one ruling but the only reason you've even heard of that ruling is because it was so insane that he did it yeah and okay so why is it if it, it why is it only bad that the six are voting one way but it's not bad that the three are voting one way because one guarantees a certain legislative outcome from a body that we are supposed to be relying on to not be that way. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but I mean, if if it were the other way and Hillary had won, if if Russia didn't steal the election or whatever, if, if Hillary it was had six won, three in yeah, Democrats' favor, yeah, Republicans would be crying and bitching and moaning, and there'd be nothing they can do about it because that's just that that's the breaks, fellas. I mean, who knows? They they could also totally talk about court packing. Although now and Marco would be is equally as ridiculous. Well, now Marco Rubio is introducing legislation to s- just hold the number at nine, mm-hmm. and he's only doing that because they have these two brand new justices right now. They have solid unless one of them dies in like a car accident or something. They have a guaranteed two seats for like sixty plus years at this point. Sure. Well, not that much. Fifty plus years. So well, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. With Kevin, I was drinking. Honestly, so I'm not gonna make it that long. <clears throat> not not fifty you think years. Thinking old liver failure for old Kev. Yeah, yeah, dude. Do you see? He no way, man. Those genes are not meant for that amount of alcohol I mean, I, for for that long. I guess um, we'll see. Yeah. Point being, they're like, we're chilling. We've got a couple lifetime appointments. Let's lock this in how it is right now. Well, that's one interpretation of it. But the other interpretation could be that Rubio is bringing up that legislation because for the first time in whoever knows how many decades, it's actually being seriously proposed by the other party to pack the court. And that's a response to the craziness that's coming out of the Democrats. It's not like he just they 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 got their six three thing. The Democrats, you know, they're they're bummed about it, but they're like, ah, oh, we'll get them next time. And all of a sudden, Rubio just came up with that, like, hey, let's keep it at nine forever. It's it's a it's a response to the lunacy that's coming out of the mouths of Democratic politicians. Well, that's kind of the thing I discovered in some in doing some research. Is it's really not that like crazy. Is it's it? been brought up. It's been brought up and tossed around, just not like seriously, seriously, uh-huh. but. In terms of the number nine, it's not some sacred number. It just hasn't sure. been tinkered with a lot in the last yeah. 150 years. There, there's nothing special about nine. No. But there is something special about keeping it consistently the same number. It, it, well, that seems to be what everyone collectively decided over time. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have to be nine. Yeah. But it's not crazy, though. I think that's that's how my opinion has changed after doing research. It's not like... It's not insane. It's not like it's you know entirely without i think some some fairness to talk about it i think it's lunacy yeah and i think it's so short-sighted too i mean it's just as short-sighted as is getting rid of the the ju- judicial filibuster like how'd that work out <laughs> you know what i mean so i mean even if, if even if we 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 go by your argument that the ruling of the the 6-3 majority is going to be so profoundly terrible that we need to we need to stack the court so that now it's a, I don't know, a 7-6 Democrat majority. 
okay well then what happens when the republicans get in power again and they're just gonna they're gonna reverse all this shit and it's gonna keep going back and forth just keep it at nine that's that's what i agree with you on is that that's how it would go and then that's why i think it's just ridiculous that people's reasoning behind like what (laughs) happens will never win again yeah we'll just make it so because these these folks truly believe that that and like honestly i'm i'm with them that republicans only get to where they get to because they're like lying cheating pieces of shit which i believe both sides think that about the I other know, side i know they do except the other side it's coming out of QAnon's mouth and not out of people like me's mouth that are reasonable fucking people i mean yeah maybe you but i mean yeah i mean we can go back to the the conspiracy theory talk earlier i've heard a lot of nonsense yeah it's not QAnon, but it's still crazy conspiracy nonsense coming out of the left like I think both sides have lost their fucking mind. I think the most sane branch of our government is the Supreme Court. And let's, I'd like to keep it that way. But now it is just becoming more politicized. Well, the process, the process to get them in. All of it. The whole country, the whole system of politics, it's all just like corrupt and horrible. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Cool. Well, uh, all right, everybody. That was uh, a really, really, really long I Disagree mail segment. So yeah. we're going to finally get on to our, uh, next, gonna, our next segment. You want to close it out with a warm-up? Yeah, let's close it out with a warm-up. I did want to get to this one from uh, Jamie Vines, though. So she says... Uh, patron, thank you. Patron, thank you. She says, <laughs> Steve, I know you're libertarian-ish. I'm a Democrat, and I probably agree with your assessment of things roughly 50% of the time. I think you're usually quite logical with your views. So thank you, Jamie. But (laughs) (laughs) that being said, I dare you, all caps, dare you to try and think of five nice things, not in jest, you believe about the Democrat Party or the left in general. I've noticed on this podcast how much you get off on acknowledging every single thing you can possibly think of that's wrong with the left, but I hardly ever hear you criticize the right in the same way besides just saying Trump sucks. This going to be a fun little thought experiment. I think that is a fun thought experiment. Yes, it is. That's a good warm-up to end the show with. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> I will say, though, that the, the reason you probably hear me criticize the, the left more is because I would typically agree with the right more. You know, I mean... Um, I mean, <laughs> I I was I voted for McCain and Romney happily. I mean, technically, I voted for Gary Johnson in the Romney election just because it was California. Uh-huh. And I wanted to support a third party, but I was hoping Romney won. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. I mean, I typically would tend to agree with sensible Republicans more than the left. That being said, to give you five things, and then I'm going to throw it over to you, Jordan, and see if you can think of some things. Right. This might be difficult. I don't know if I can come up with five either, but I can, <laughs> I can, I can come up with a couple. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm with the left on gay marriage. Mm. Um, I disagree. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Although I, I'll say that uh, my reasoning behind it is is the way I get to it. I think is different than the way the left gets to it because um. I think the left is pro gay marriage because they're they like gay people. I mean, I like gay people too. Yeah, I, what I, the I, hell? I mean, I oh, well, I guess I'm indifferent. <laughs> I'd have to meet the person as an individual and make a determination. I'm not basing my opinion on whether or not they're gay. But well, I disagree. <laughs> it's not that we like gay people. It's well, that we like the idea of people being able to love who they want to. Sure, sure. But uh, but my reasoning is, is like, I don't see why the government has a, a say in marriage 
period gay mm-hmm. straight or otherwise sure. like why do you need to get the the state to sign off on yes if you're in love with someone i believe the question was what do you like about well, not what you tolerate because well, no, of because your I, other I, roundabout <laughs> ways of well i may come to it differently but i still like the, their their stance okay, on it okay more. okay okay that's fair um another one would be uh marijuana marijuana i think that shit should be legal and i take it even farther and say that i think all drugs should be legal so you like that yeah i like that i feel like i'm left. sitting across from you like swinging my legs and <laughs> be complimented and uh-huh. it's not as satisfying as i thought it was gonna be <laughs> <laughs> yes I'm, I'm with the left on uh on gay marriage on uh um what i say a uh, pot sure and drugs in general okay, that's two all right you got three more i think uh prison reform but i think republicans are starting to come around on that too especially like the more libertarian leaning ones like Rand paul and those guys so i think there's there's more bipartisan consensus on that at this point anyway um i'm halfway with the left on immigration okay uh i think that i think that i mean it should be really easy to come into the country just as long as you like have id and pass a background check you ought to be able to come in you know like i don't think we should let criminals in or you know uh, but otherwise fine i will say though it's like i don't think it's unreasonable to 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 have an immigration policy and i I think the left kind of goes too far with it like when i when i say i believe in open borders i don't mean it literally (laughs) well how do you mean it i mean you should you should come to the border you should check in they should do a background check and you know yeah you're all good come on in yeah and i think the left is just like yeah everybody come on in we don't even need to check (laughs) i don't think so i don't think that's why i'm halfway there with them yeah i don't i mean maybe like the radical people that Uh, will say stuff like abolish ice but even then that doesn't necessarily mean have zero immigration policy uh-huh. yeah so i don't know if that's fair yeah it, it might not be yeah um i will say though um i think it was milton friedman says like you you can have uh you can have open borders or you can have a welfare state but you can't have both and i, I think i tend to agree with that um so <laughs> I'll, I'll give that's that's two and a half for for the left right there i think no immigration love of the gay kind, <laughs> um, gay love, pot. Uh, Wasn't there one other? Oh, thing? prison reform. Okay. Yes, prison reform. So you only got one, one more. Oh, okay. Uh, I thought about this one the other day. So this one's this one's real easy. Uh, fucking art. <laughs> you like art? Uh, well, I just think they're better at it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> for God's sakes! I mean, as much as I hate all these preening Hollywood clowns and like. Everybody on the fucking Avengers is so far left and so like condescending yeah. and smug, but still like fucking amazing movies. Okay. What's the last? <laughs> name me a conservative director. Actually, Clint Eastwood. I, I take that back. I was just gonna say okay. Clint Eastwood, but uh, he's the, the only one I could think and of. And Mel Gibson. I don't even know if he counts as a conservative. He's just a nut. But Apocalypto and Braveheart were dope. But aside from Clint Eastwood <laughs> and Mel Gibson, like all the music I like and like all the movies I like, it's it's all that shit comes from. And the what left. do you think that says? that the left has probably better at art <laughs> <laughs> that's all yeah i like to read into it a lot and okay think that it's because we're more like empathetic feeling people maybe and because of that we're putting ourselves in other people's shoes when we think about legislating which is what you should be doing anyways because you should be crafting a country that works for all the people in it and uh-huh. not just your fucking self sure i i just think that rage against the machine fucking rocks but 
whoo, there are they on the left. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Man, is that some good fucking music? You yes. know what I'm saying? Like, Jesus Christ. Okay, cool. So, okay. Yeah. All right, I guess we'll call that four and a half. Yeah. Right, we'll, we'll call it a solid five. Okay. So, you, first off, <laughs> I like the last one was my favorite. You like that one? Yes. Um, that one's so easy to me. Like, I can't even think of other than, uh, I did think of two. I mean, Clint Eastwood's dope, but other than that, it's just like, please. The rights yeah. are a joke when yeah. it comes to all that shit. Yeah, I agree. I really agree. They contribute nothing to pop culture. I don't think so. Although I do feel like it's one of those things where you find out after the fact that that person supports Trump and then you're like, fuck. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know? So that, who really knows? That's a good point. But I do tend to agree. Most artists are definitely like I would think liberal. So. Yeah. But maybe that's just an assumption, but I think it's a pretty safe assumption. Yeah. Well, I think you have to be okay with your life being dedicated to like feels over <laughs> money, typically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's just not like a thing that Republicans do. Yeah. Um, okay, I... Am I doing this about Republicans or Libertarians? Just, just I don't know, the the right, uh, or whatever that means. Oh my god, this is really, really hard. You can put Libertarians oh on no. the right. Okay, I like... <laughs> oh my god. I like that you... Um think you're doing something good (laughs) for humanity with the abortion thing okay i like that you have conviction about that uh not me no i know i know yeah yeah, not me i'm not pro-life i know everybody thinks i am i'm just i'm sure neutral on it i'm just talking to the right side in general sure um i like so you're saying you you see where they're coming from on that on on that assuming that they truly believe that people are just out there murdering humans just straight murdering people Mm. I'm glad they have a response to that. Uh, <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I think that's fair. <laughs> I, I like that, I guess. Um, <clears throat> that's how I'm going to frame all of these. All right. <laughs> um, just trying to see it from their side. Uh, I like that they like the feeling of... No. No? No, no, no. Where were you going? Like, the concept of patriotism and, like, Mm. you know, like, looking out for... I mean, on one hand, it just truly disgusts me because I think nationalism is actually pretty horrible. What's the difference between nationalism and patriotism, though? I think nationalism as a concept is, like, we are this isolated nation that has values that are better than yours and root, hoot, hoot, hoot. Wait, why do I have to uh, do the, the owl uh, sound? I think that, that would be... That would <laughs> <laughs> uh, I the idea of a, a, a patriotic owl. <laughs> Whereas patriotism, honestly, is just even worse. It's like, yeah, fucking love the, the founding concepts of this country. Yes. And they're just, they just jack themselves off about the shit they didn't do. All the time. Well, I think nationalism is more like blood and soil. So I, I root for the Atlanta Braves because I'm, a, uh, I'm an Atlanta nationalist. Okay. <laughs> so it has nothing to do with the values or principles. Or I mean, I'm, I'm glad that they've had a fairly successful ball club, even though they shit the bed yet again. But I root for them just because I'm fucking from there, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I'm not pro-American just because I'm American. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm actually pro-American because I believe in the, the, the values and the Constitution and... and what we allegedly stand for sure like that's the shit i support but the nationalists are just blood and soil 
it's America. I like America because I'm American. Sure. You know what I mean? Yes. So that, that would. Okay. Uh, maybe maybe I got the, the no, definitions no, no. flip flopped. I can't remember, but no, that makes sense to me. Yeah, I could. <sighs> Here's the thing. There's a difference between what they say they believe and what they actually do. So that's why I keep like stopping myself. Like when I went to Philly and I learned more about the actual founding fathers and everything, mm-hmm. it's like in many ways, aside from the fact that they were fucking slave owners, mm-hmm. which is egregiously just like, you know, unacceptable. Yeah. Um, their ideas were like very uplifting and they moved me like mm-hmm. learning about them. It's it's like these are ideals that Republicans do not adhere to. Mm-hmm. So on one hand, I enjoy that concept of patriotism and when it, it when it's like an idea of a world that actually works for everybody. Mm-hmm. But then again, they fucking own slaves. So it's like, well, what am <laughs> I what am I supposed to do with that in terms of believing you? But God, this is hard. I like no, I, think that, I like I think that's a good one. I mean, yeah. I mean, you, I mean, you just you have to frame all all of these like I did, assuming the other side's operating good good faith, yeah. even though a lot of times they're not. Just for the ones that are operating good faith, yeah, that are patriots, because they believe in the, the yeah. founding ideals of like free speech and, and individual liberty and all that stuff. Yeah. So you would you would agree with that? Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um. I I like that they want to instill good values in their families. Mm-hmm. Just like that as a concept you know like i can identify with that personally i just happen to have different values (laughs) and think that you achieve that in an entirely different way uh Uh, but the fact that they want to like look out for their kids and stuff and like again one of those things where they truly just believe you know loving jesus and doing all these things in his name and everything is like actually good uh which i mean it can be yeah but yeah if again if they're if they're in good faith like i don't really have i'm not a christian but i don't have any beef with what jesus said yeah <laughs> yeah oh god all right okay no, that was good. three that counts um i like that they do fun barbecues with each <laughs> other they really love to barbecue i don't eat meat but the concept i love yeah. throw a veggie dog on there okay. i like hanging out okay Republicans know how to hang. That's 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 actually a really good one. That that's I guess that would be the reverse of my choosing the left being better at art. It's got I think Zoltan said that on uh oh, really? podcast. It's like, man, you know, I don't agree with them, but their side is way more fun to hang out with. Yeah. <laughs> they're doing shit like tailgating and yeah. fucking like jet skiing and monster truck races yeah. <laughs> and like rodeo yeah. shit and the tubing and it's like all that shit that costs money. <laughs> they, it's just good, clean fun. Yeah, it's just like, it's like they've stolen all the fun. <laughs> That's how I feel. I'm like, no. Every time I think about camping, it's like, oh, cool. I'm surrounded by like AR-15s uh-huh. or whatever. And look at where your foot is. Yeah. Wait, why? Oh, God. <laughs> what do you think's in that box? Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I've been sitting atop evil <laughs> this whole time? Yeah. You don't... What if... What if I fucking set this shit off? How would you? I don't know. Well, I do. Well, is, do you? Yes. All right. Well, well first of all, it's in a box. I like how you <laughs> tell people when they're sitting on top of guns. Well, I, t- I guess I, you could have told me later. Well, I, I didn't guess. think about it until you said the word AR-15. I was like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, my God, Steve. <laughs> 
Jesus. She's not literally sitting on it. Her foot's touching it, though. Oh, I feel like you should have had me sign something Why? before entering this room. No, I don't know. Fine. It's a fucking gun. That shit's powerful. I'm not a gun person. I've never shot one. <laughs> this this podcast really took a turn. Oh, my God. You want to see it? No. You want to see it? No. Okay. Truly, it sends a shiver down my spine. Yeah. It terrifies me. Yeah, you, you wouldn't be any fun at a, at a barbecue. I guess not. <laughs> I guess not. I wouldn't go off with the kids and like, hey, you want to go fucking in a canyon? Horrifying. Jesus. Okay. I like how you party. I like... I think this, is, five, is this my... It? No, I don't uh. think so. Um, I th- I'll just do one more. I okay. think that that will be five. Uh, I like... I like kind of similar... Well, fuck. I was going to say I like that you appreciate nature, but you kill it. You just murder it. Yeah. It's all so complicated. <laughs> I like that you like country music. Do you really? I don't know. See, that's that's one of my biggest grievances with the ride is like their art again. I hate country music. Well, I was it's thinking terrible. if they didn't like country music, who else would? Exactly. Well, but yeah, then I guess it wouldn't exist at all. Yeah. Huh? Uh, you're right. Because okay, I think about it, it's like, man, I hate country music. But, you know, Willie Nelson's all right. But then again, he's probably on the left. Yeah. The big pot-smoking hippie. I was thinking like Johnny Cash, I yeah. guess. He, he, Although Johnny Cash started out a lot more conservative than he ended up. Maybe. Definitely. Is that is that the case? Yes, it is the case. Yeah. yeah. There's this really good, cool story about how he was like, I think it was Nixon he was supposed to perform for. Uh-huh. And they gave him basically a set list. They're like, we want you to do your hits and do the, all these songs. And at the time, he was just starting to realize how fucked up the war was and everything. And he was like, I don't know about this, actually. So he gets on stage and then basically has a huge fuck you to the president, does his own song that's like anti-war. And it was like pretty hardcore. Because wow. Johnny crazy. Cash was like the fucking country's mm-hmm. dude, you know? Yeah. So him doing that was a big fuck you. Yeah. So the story goes. I don't know. That might be all I got. Eh, we'll take it. Okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about that, Jamie Vines? Yeah. That was painfully difficult. <laughs> it, was, it was fun watching a squirm. I'm literally holding both elbows curled <laughs> up in a ball right now because it's <laughs> I'm like. Ugh. Is, is, is it the, the conversation or the proximity to firepower? No, that's true. I forgot about the gun <laughs> thing. <laughs> it could be left over from that. <laughs> that's true. Either way. Um, thank you, Jamie. Jamie, like we said, is a patron. If you want to become a patron, you can do that at patreon.com slash I disagree podcast. And you can submit warm up topics. Normally, we get to do more of them, but we talk so fucking much in the first segment. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, we guys sent us such good, good, uh, content to, to talk about. Yeah. So seriously. Blame yourself. Yeah. That's true. This folks. is, this is a good week for the disagree mails. Um, but yeah. Thanks, everyone. And yeah, thank you. vote. Holy shit. Vote. It, oh, so I guess the next episode will be after the results or no? When is it? It will be after election day, but we won't know maybe by that time. So, well, I would I would just say uh, to whatever side you're on, um, if your guy doesn't win, don't fucking cry and be a bitch about it. You'll get another chance. Okay. Don't <laughs> cry and be a bitch about I'm it. I'm saying that to both. I know the only one side mostly listens to this podcast, but there are any Trump supporters out there, and he fucking loses. Get over it. There will be more elections. And 
Same to the Biden folks. If if some Trump somehow pulls this shit off, fucking I get be be mad for a day and then get back to your fucking life because really you should be more worried about the mayoral race or wherever you live than the president anyway. Really, but that's way less exciting to talk about. <laughs> it is less exciting. That's true. But you're absolutely right. Local politics are really important, and we could all learn more. Um, I could learn a lot more. Me too. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. You like shitting on Chris Ward, though. <laughs> <laughs> I had to look him up to, to see who was the guy in my district. Oh this my is God. kind of the point. I should have known to begin with. But yeah, either I way. So. Uh, All right. But yeah, vote, everybody. Please, for the love of God, please, seriously, fucking please vote. Or don't. No! Vote! Vote!